I'll just I'll just start talking. And just you can, roll. And you can riff on it. Okay. Many of you guys know the whole reason we started a podcast for creatives was just that Steve and I were having conversations on Skype, often about work things, but sometimes not about work things. And often after we're done recording the official podcast episode, we just let the recorder keep going. And sometimes we think that those conversations are amusing enough to share in little clips that you'll see on social media. And for whatever reason, this time around, we had a little bit more content to work with. So we're going to release this as a bonus episode. It's about eight minutes long. Like I didn't, I didn't leave a window for you to talk, for you to say anything. No, that's okay. I'm here too, in case anyone's wondering. <laughs> um, like Michelle said, a lot of times we we end up going long beyond the end of what we would consider the conclusion of the episode, and this was kind of what would imitate our our calls back in the day when we were doing Google Hangouts, and we thought it'd be kind of neat to bring this part of our relationship uh, to you guys, and uh, we think you'll dig this one. This is really just a disclaimer to say, don't expect to learn anything. Don't expect to be inspired. Maybe you'll get a couple laughs out of it, but nothing beyond that. Maybe. Not that we ever guarantee that you're going to learn from us in a normal episode. No, that's very true. <laughs> thought you were going to say the Library of Congress or something like yes, that. Yes, the Library are, are, we, are we in the Library of Congress? We you claim should. that we are. I'd be probably, if we're not, we definitely should be. <laughs> Which episode of, of the of the sixty odd that we that that we will have done uh, are you are you submitting to the Library of Congress? If you could, would it have to be what I think is the best or my favorite or some other reason? I can never just give you a straight answer. If you had, yeah, I know. It's... <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted one episode to be on the record as like this is what this show was about. Ooh. This is what this podcast was like. Like this should give you the idea of what this was all about in one episode. Which one are you going with? Do you have this answer off the top of your head? Um, I have a couple. I need to, I need to look in our feed to remind myself. There, there are a couple that are standing out to me. I go, I go back and re-listen to episodes every once in a while. Especially, I was at. Um, I was working with my friend Muriel on that photo project where I was modeling for her. And I mentioned to her that she was the inspiration for one of our episodes, mm -hmm. which was Leaving a Legacy. And mm -hmm. I went back and listened to that one after I mentioned it to her. And it's really good. It's It's a long episode, but it's very... Uh, heartfelt like I talk about my aunt and you talk about your mom and I, I don't know that that necessarily is the episode that defines the show but that is one that is special to me yeah I think the one um there's a lot of them uh, by the way my favorite part of the legacy episode is when you almost died in the middle of the episode oh that was that we... oh right yes because right. that may have been my legacy that it would have been my last episode if i had gotten right. struck by lightning yes i hear me um the, uh, love a good the... story yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> the one that we did on um creative freedom i like that one 
mm. more recently. That's that's like within the last year and a half or so. I like that one. Um, that topic yeah. is very important to me. So yeah, I would vote for that one too if we were making a group decision. Okay. Is there? Can you have a group with two people? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if this falls into that same category, but Jimmy and I talk about this all the time. Are you considered a family if you don't have kids? I say yes. <laughs> I think so too. But it's funny, if I go to Panera and I order soup for a group, which is an actual <laughs> term at Panera, it's really just for me. <laughs> like I feel guilty like ordering it and being just like I want to say to the to the to, you know to the the cashier like it's 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 really this is this is for me. I'm going to have this entire this entire tub of broccoli cheddar. I'm glad you said broccoli cheddar. I feel like that's the quintessential Panera soup. Yeah. But I I do the same thing with ordering desserts at restaurants. They always bring you multiple spoons. However many people, and this is obviously pre-COVID, but however many people are at the table, two of us or four of us or three of us, like that's how many spoons or forks they bring. I'm like, no, no. My desserts are just for me. <laughs> I don't need utensils. to share them. Oh, you don't pile up the utensils. What do you mean? You only have, so how many spoons are coming to the table? So if four spoons come to the table, I give three of them back because I only need the one spoon for me because I'm the only person who is eating that entire dessert. Okay, I see. So if you were ever invited to Buckingham Palace, mm -hmm. which, I mean, clearly they have like 12 spoons and forks when you have like a, a fancy state dinner, mm -hmm. uh, are, 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 you, are you defying custom and sending back the utensils or are you are you just going through the, the the motions because you're you're at buckingham palace when i go to buckingham palace because this could very well happen and i'm sitting at that table oh. i am going to be prepared and know exactly what each of those utensils are for and i know for sure that there's no way that the queen is going to bring me or her staff is going to bring me a dessert that i have to share with my table We'll definitely get our own. She knows what better. If she, what if she came down and said, we're doing family style portions tonight? <laughs> and <laughs> I don't think British people would understand what family style You know how is. the waiter always asks when, when you go to a restaurant with family style portions, the first question they ask is, have you been here before? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, okay, so you're familiar with our family style portions, right? And like... Like, what if the queen came down and said, like, I don't know if you've been here before, but we have family style portions and, and you will be sharing this giant brownie buster with your table. So here are 12 forks. How would, you know like, what? At that point, yourself? I would roll with it because that would probably mean that the world was ending if something like that happens. You equate you equate having to share dessert at Buckingham Palace with a personal communication with the queen with the world is ending yeah i mean just there's no way that the queen would do that she would not stand well, for it i'm positive you're very confident like like a minute ago of like being in buckingham palace and mm -hmm. now it's like you're just going to be there but you're not going to talk to the to the queen well the world ending isn't me being there it's that the queen would choose to serve the meal in such a manner that would break all those years of tradition. I mean, you should know this. You've been watching The Crown. I feel like I you have. should be more educated than I am at this point. I have. I'm always, 
uh, I'm always impressed because anytime I go to some kind of like fancy dinner, usually I'm not a big fan of whatever that is they're serving. <laughs> and, uh, well, you know, cause I'm not, I'm not cooking it. And, um, I, I always usually like, we always like stop for something on the way home. Like I got to eat something to like make up for the lack of what I, and you know, I see what they're putting out there in this, in, in the crown and like, you know, it, it's a lot of fancy, you know, food with, you know, it's not anything that makes me feel like, and, and the queen, like at least, at least in the first two seasons, like she's very like, you know, there was a scene where she was, was dining with, with, um, Jackie Kennedy and, you know, she's going to town on like on, on the, on the biscuits and butter and, oh, that sounds you great. know, like, yeah, it's no, I'm it's delicious. But like, she seriously seems like someone who's enjoys like, you know, the, 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 the nice, you know, not the niceties in life. I'm sure she enjoys those too, but enjoys like, you know, the good foods. So I feel like she's the kind of person who definitely has like a mini fridge, like in her suite and, you know, she's going back and eating leftovers of something else after one of those stuffed shirt state dinners. So you think that it's possible that the queen is into family style dining? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's definitely what, I mean, look how big they are. I mean, like, (laughs) it would be more efficient. Yeah. (laughs) I'm with you though. I love, you know, we talked earlier in this episode about not liking parties. I love a good fancy party. I like something where you have to get dressed up and sit in an assigned seat, not like a free for all with like picnic tables, like, you know, a very like classy type events, but I don't really like eating at those events. Like that's not what I'm there to do. Like I'll have like a drink and probably eat the bread and butter, but I'm not, that's not an atmosphere where I feel comfortable, like enjoying the food. Probably because I've eaten so many family style meals in my life. And that's that's when you eat. That's when you go to town. Yeah. Yeah. If you've enjoyed this episode, help us spread the word on social media. Tag us at Pod4Creatives and let us know what stood out to you.